0: IT Visionaries is brought to you by the Lightning Platform by Salesforce. The Lightning Platform is a leading cloud platform that makes building AI-powered apps faster and easier. With Salesforce, now everyone is empowered to build apps for their organization. Learn more at salesforce.com slash build apps. Welcome to IT Visionaries. Today's guest is Jamie Smith chief of information of the university of phoenix for over 40 years the university of phoenix has been the pioneer of online education graduating over a million students since its inception today the university continues to focus on meeting the needs of adult learners and championing their success with context-driven academia and a learn at your own pace curriculum but it's not all academics that has helped university of phoenix rise to the top you need top talent and resources especially on the IT side to get the job done. For Jamie Smith, he says recruiting and retaining talent is always priority to the school's success. He shared with us some of the things the school does to keep their people engaged and excited about their work.
1: So was, I, I can take no credit for the first one because the first act, we did a campfire. And so a campfire uh, is where some of the Salesforce folks will come in and basically run a one-day hackathon for us. So the first week I got there, we had one of those. And so taking people out of different business departments, and it's almost like a shark tank where the, they they form around different ideas. And, and within that day, they're both going to learn a little bit about Salesforce as well as develop something. And at the end of the day, the winning team had actually developed a a disability services application that used to be on this old ticketing system, kind of buried in the corner, moved it over to Salesforce, where not only we got to sunset an app as IT, which was great, because that thing was terrible to support, but we got to serve the the students with disabilities that much better. It was so much more frictionless, it required four phone calls before, now they can submit it online, their academic counselor can see it. So it was a huge success story. And then out of that, several other things that were worked on that day ultimately went to production. In a day, yeah. Now, it took a little bit of hardening time after and building out the workflows, but it was kind of like getting those old west, you know, those, those movie sets that you'd see where it was just the fronts of the buildings. They had most of that there. You couldn't go into the saloon and get a drink yet. But most, most of that stuff of what it was going to look like was there. And then it took a couple of weeks just to kind of work through because this was our first one, too. And then other ideas that were worked on kind of progressed and went to production. So I think, one, that, that, that type of event has a halo around it. Because people come back and these are people that don't always work together either. And so they've made new connections even inside the business. They talk about what they did. And then, you know, the other piece that made it go viral was it's like, oh, we're actually getting more done now. This thing that I'd had in my backlog for five years and, and you know, it never rose to this thing to be big enough to be a project actually made it into production. And so and everybody has a list of great ideas that they want to implement. And so seeing that things were actually getting done was what, that true next step. The You know the war for talent is going to be an ongoing challenge, one of the biggest challenges for CIOs and really digital companies' period to win. And so for us, there's two different options you can have. You can either try to take a bigger slice of the pie or you can try to make the overall pie bigger. I think what this does is makes the overall pie bigger. You know it's not just for, you know we talked about kind of citizen developers' pathways out of the business and in into technology, but it's even, making our own development staff much more kind of multi-tool players, if you will, because a lot of us are very deep, like, oh, he's a Java developer, or or she's only a DBA, right? But we need to be both kind of wide in a lot of things and deep so that we can work on whatever's most important for the university that day. And so you can't do that if you only have 3 Salesforce people or whatever. And so not only not only kind of being able to bring more people into the IT developer pool, but also make the developers you have much more universal and and kind of skilled has helped us be able to move work around and get more done. And that's that's really the vision of the future for IT. On the recruiting side, you know, it we have to be the employer of choice, at least in our area, right? It's kind of like that in-state school wanted to keep all the recruits in-state. When you're thinking about kind of a football analogy, but we can only do that by being the best work environment. And, and that's not about having foosball tables and free cereal and all that stuff is great. It's about kind of finding smart people and giving them hard problems to solve and the environment and the freedom to do it. If you can do that, that also goes viral externally as well. Yeah, it kind of it activates that. It's there, but it's latent. And, and, and especially University of Phoenix, I mean, we were the pioneer of the online university, right? And pioneered University for Working Adults in 1978. So it's in our DNA. But sometimes when you become a bigger company, it goes dormant, right? That whole notion of you know being able to truly leverage that creativity. it's back to another Amazon reference. you know, you become a day two company very quickly versus a day one company, which is you know ruthlessly f- focused on the student and the customer' success. And so this kind of helps reawaken that and and at a very grassroots level, so that if somebody has a good idea, they also say, "Oh, there might be a pathway to get this into the world." With the growing number of apps and having to manage their
0: life cycles, Jamie emphasizes the need for governance, especially within a growing IT
1: department. So I think two things, one on the governance, we need, to be, we need to be very careful not to put too much governance on it, so just enough. There are two really, really critical points in the governance piece, one is, a little bit of the danger when you kind of train a lot of people in Salesforce Salesforce kind of becomes like their hammer and everything else looks like a nail right it might not be right for every problem we may not want to put you know our core accounting system in Salesforce and somebody's thinking about building that we already have one of those and so you kind of have to draw your Venn diagram if you will of the circles and and where we can kind of help up front is where should this go is this a good fit does it already exist right because you don't want to reinvent the wheel either so a little bit of guidance up front and then a little bit of guidance just to make sure at the end, it's hardened. It's not a security risk. You know, you're know, you not using SSN when you shouldn't be. And some, some of those things are really important from a governance. The rest of it's just making sure stuff is visible. So every one of these is at least a user story in our JIRA, which is where we manage our work tickets. And just making sure that there's a shared visibility so that you just don't feel like you've let the genie out of the bottle and all of a sudden you're never going to be able to control it. I think... The second thing you mentioned, which is really around managing the life cycle of these applications. So we as IT folks are always aware that, and especially now the applications we're building today kind of have the half-life of a goldfish, not like a tortoise, right anymore because and, and so we know that what we're building is tomorrow's legacy system and then we're eventually going to have to shut it down. Citizen developers may not come in with that. So they're, they're gonna get really attached to whatever that we build. So, so starting them out up front, understanding that this is gonna have a life cycle, some point we're gonna have to prune it and move it, whatever, is really, really important just to set the stage so they don't, don't get quite as emotionally attached.
0: While citizen development is a future trend many of our guests have talked about on this season of IT Visionaries, Jamie shares that developers are raising concern with citizen development and the building of apps.
1: That's the positive spin on it, right? Is that, oh, you're going to move on to the next interesting problem. I think the other thing that's really important to set up up front is the developers always get really worried that this is gonna create a whole new list of bugs that I have to fix, right? And so as a citizen developer, just like our development teams, it's like you support what you built. So making sure that they understand that this is this is a commitment a little bit to this and, and that it's somebody else isn't gonna fix the problems and, and kind of using that teamwork to go through it is really important too, because that, that helps quell the developer's fear that like my entire backlog is now gonna be taken up with citizen developer bugs and all those things. So how can organizations reduce concerns about increased involvement with citizen development? So it, it varies a lot by the department and their readiness. So we started very intentionally with a, what's called a business operations group. They're kind of one degree away from being a developer anyway. They're already in Salesforce. They might be the admin. They might be that super user. So starting in that, it doesn't look like such a dramatic shift. If I was just pulling you know, people out of finance that are, now I can't close the books because I had to fix these bugs in this other system. That's, that's a much bigger lift. So we've intentionally started there. I think as the winds are much more visible across, the other leaders are going to want to say, hey, boy, I have a big backlog too. Why can I, you know, let's, let's, let's get some of that. So I think that's really important is starting, you know, with kind of that three-foot putt, if you will. Maybe maybe fear is too strong, but we're we're having to transform. It's like the change management aspect of it from a people perspective. And so now many more people are going to kind of see behind the curtain, understand development, which is a great thing. But it's only going to increase the, like, they're going to have more ideas and more backlog. So it just kind of creates the fact that the flywheel has to spin faster. And it makes you realize that we're never going to be fast enough. This is a lot faster, and it's great. We're still not fast enough. And so we have to be a little bit more ruthless on you know, throwing out the hundred bad ideas for the one great one or the good ideas too, right? There, there's a lot in that pile that are probably really good things that somebody would want. But what's the one or two things we can focus on? So this, this has the opportunity to kind of diffuse that focus a little bit because we can do more. IT is a field where things are moving at a lightning pace, but the
0: future is bright. And as we have done with all of our guests, we asked Jamie his take on the future of IT and what he sees as some trends and things to look out for.
1: Yeah, I think the vision is using kind of Salesforce becomes that strategic platform for us. And you think about it's kind of the hub that we build everything around. And once we have that, once once we're a little closer to kind of having that full platform vision, these are really those pluggable components on top of it. I think the other thing that will happen is, and this happened a little bit in kind of my previous transformation that we went through on this space too, at some point, it's going to be a lot harder to tell who's an IT person and who's who's a business person, and I think that's awesome. So, you know, I would walk around the floor and see the teams developing stuff, and I'm like, oh wait, that person works in marketing, they're, but they're in there, you know, slinging some code and building a feature and doing all this stuff. And the teams get so energized when when they're kind of truly empowered, self-organizing teams like that, and they have this new skill set. It's, you know, I I think that's going to be the really most interesting part is the human aspect of this. Thanks for listening to this episode of IT Visionaries.
0: We look forward to having you with us again. Thank you again to our friends at Salesforce. IT Visionaries is brought to you by the lightning platform by Salesforce, a leading cloud platform that makes building AI powered apps faster and easier. With Salesforce, now everyone can build apps for their organization. Learn more at salesforce.com slash build apps.